Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Dawn Spear is the owner of Just Great HR. She's relatively new in business and has been finding that networking is a great way to spread the word about what she does. Thank you very much for being my guest today, Dawn. No, thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to uh, having a chat with you. Now, Dawn, you're um, an HR specialist. Is this a field that you've always worked in or something you, that you've come to more recently? Um, I No, I st- well, I started off um, my working career in the, um, in the armed forces, actually. I was right. in the Royal Signals for, um, for five years. Mm. Um, uh, it's a, a long family history of being in the armed forces. And so I sort of followed in my father's footsteps and my brother's footsteps and my mother's footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I, yeah, so I did that for five years and then... Um, it was time I wanted to do something something different. Um, so I, I came out of the forces and I, I retrained um, and I just started working in, in admin, just sort of general admin, really. Um, and then uh, I, um, I I quite I was quite good at that. You know, I'm quite organised. I'm you know very good at sort of keeping other people on their toes as well, mm. keeping them organised. Um, and so the sort of the natural sort of progression for me was was to move into being a PA. Um, so I've worked for, for various um, levels of, um, of people uh, as personal assistant. And for me, I consider I've worked my way up to um, being PA for the CEO um, mm-hmm. of a, a telecoms and technology company. Yeah. Um, so um, I did that all in all for, for about 10 years or so, um, working for, the, for the, same, the same chap, actually, in three different organisations. Um, very much um, in the technology space, so um, um, IT, telecoms, um, more lastly, sort of cloud services. So, mm. so definitely in the the technical space. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I was uh, I was um, reaching my my fortieth birthday and decided that I didn't want to be a PA forever. So, um, I'd always been involved in HR work at, at that level. You mm-hmm. you know you tend to deal with any sort of you know, difficult conversations that are coming along, yeah. and recruitment and, you know, interviewing and what have you, headhunting people. Um, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll retrain. So I took my CIPD qualification. Um, that's the um, uh, uh, qualification, that's the governing body for, um, you know, HR and L&D. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took my qualification and gradually moved into HR within the same business. Um, so I was in that business for about 15 years altogether, just, just shy of 15 years. Uh, work my way up so literally set up the HR department from from nothing mm. um, the financial controller there you know had some contracts and some uh, basic letters and that in place but effectively I set the whole thing up so um, definitely a learning learning yeah. curve <laughs> um, it's been absolutely brilliant um, I've really really enjoyed it I just have a, a natural um, interest in people yeah um, from all, all aspects you know it's not I think some people think that um I mean, HR means different things to different people. It's mm. not always, it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> and at what point did you decide to become self-employed? Um, well, I left my the last company at the end of last year um, and took a few months off, really, just to think about what it was that I wanted to do with myself. 
again I'm coming up to one of those big birthdays <laughs> this seems to be how my life's going um so uh, big decision big birthday big decision um changing my you know my my kind of lifestyle as well um I just really want to do something that I I enjoy doing I really love working with people lots and lots of different people from different backgrounds um, and I thought well, the only real way to do that is to um, you know, is to have is to work with multiple different businesses and you know different types of mm. people, um, and so yeah, I kind of went well. I will start my own business then. So how hard can it be? <laughs> well, how hard can it be? I mean, um, so after you took that kind of leap of faith and and set up on your own, how did you get your first client? That was through a referral. Somebody I used to work with uh, a few years ago. Uh, it's part of a, a, an acquisition, so we worked quite closely together. So the mm. previous company I worked for, um, a, they used to buy um, lots of other businesses, smaller businesses, and integrate them into the bigger company. Um, so I used to, I, I was involved in in one of those. Um, I think it was two thousand fifteen or something, something like that. Uh, so he, uh, this chap, started his own business and um, was just about to take on an employee and didn't realise that he didn't actually know what he needed to do. <laughs> Uh, he and his business partner were, um, although they'd been employees, they'd never actually taken anybody on before. So, mm. so that was that. So he contacted. He saw my uh, link, uh, LinkedIn post, and uh, got in touch. And so uh, um, I've done a bit of ad hoc work for them. Um, got another another referral as well. Um, again from somebody that I used to work with. So that seems to be how it's going. But I am aware that those referrals will probably dry up a little bit, and all of the conversations I've been having with established businesses um, seem to say the same thing so I need to um, look at a bit more you know marketing my business. Yeah now obviously you're you're, you're still very new in business how, how are you finding it being self-employed? Uh, well it's it's definitely a roller coaster yeah <laughs> um, most people say that I'd like to find another another word for it but no it is a roller coaster there are good days and bad days and I think you know you shouldn't shy away from the fact that there are bad days mm. Um, you know, it's not the same as going into a, you know, going into a, every single day knowing exactly what it is that you're going to be doing that day. Yeah. And so I think it does take some resilience. I mean, you'll obviously be fully aware of that. Yeah. Yourself. <laughs> uh, um, you know, the, it's that um, and the not quite knowing sometimes where, you know, where the next month's wages are going to come mm-hmm. from. You know, it's not like someone's just depositing X amount of pounds in your bank account um, every 30 days. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, the things I'm enjoying about it are actually the autonomy of um, uh, choosing when and where I do things, yes, and who I work with and maybe who I don't work with, um, and um, actually meeting lots and lots of people. What kinds of businesses do you help, or do you like to help? Is is there a niche that you're leaning towards? Um, I like to work with technology businesses because that's you know that's my background that's where I've been working for the last sort of 18 years or so um, and I understand you know the the kind of the jargon and also some of the pressures around um particularly around hiring people and mm. retaining talent um in that in that industry it's very fast moving the technology obviously moves on really really quickly so you've got to be able to keep up to date with everything that's going on um, and understand the market and market pressures um, so you can try and you know preempt some of those things and keeping up to date with with training as well. Yeah, especially a big one. And so, what kind of things do you do for your clients? Um, mostly at the moment, it's um, it's startups that I'm looking, I'm working with. Uh, so it's 
starting everything from um, making sure they've got the their first employee contract in place mm-hmm. to um, ensuring that they, um, I call it onboarding, um, basically making sure that the employee starts well in a business. Um, that could be the real, I mean, you can lose an employee in the first week if you don't onboard them well, yeah. if you don't make sure that, you know, there's somebody there to, if they're physically going to turn up to an office, that there's somebody there to welcome them, you know, that they've had their contract, that they've had any, um, you know, any branded clothing or anything that you're going to give them and that they just feel really, really welcomed and supported from the from the first day in the business. Um, you know, we've seen there is a probation period. Most people will probably know about probation period. Mm-hmm. That's a two-way thing. It's not just about the company checking out the the employee or the new employee it's the other way around as well yes um so that has to be um uh, done uh, really really well um what i'm looking at the moment as well is a couple of projects around um employee engagement Mm. so again that's making sure that we've got the right things in place that um you know when you've got an employee that you don't just abandon them after the first six months um after their probation period if you've got six months you don't just abandon them that you look after them for the long term and make sure that they are, you know, engaged and happy in the business because um, most people know happy employees look after your customers better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love in your LinkedIn profile, it says that HR doesn't have to be stuffy and that you like to make it fun. So how do you make it fun, Dawn? Um, by just by being really, really open and transparent, I've never subscribed to the uh, and lots of people do hr when hr walks in the room people sort of look down at their shoes or turn <laughs> away i've had a few of those um whilst i've been networking and immediately i'm say to people what what did i say what did hr do so that was so wrong with to you yeah <laughs> you know in in a previous life because um it's like accountants isn't it you know accountants don't need to be stuffy but they've got just got this um reputation yeah. I suppose and HR people um, unfortunately seem to have a similar reputation <laughs> so like it to be fun yeah now you mentioned networking just then is, is networking something you did in your previous roles or is it something that you've just started as a, a self-employed person just started never never ever been to a networking event I don't think as an employee um, probably steered clear of it to be completely <laughs> brutal I thought I did I put a little post on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago I'm not sure if uh, if you saw it or not but um, it basically said that uh, I thought it was just for salespeople networking is just for salespeople isn't it Mm. Um, but it's absolutely not no Um, and you know it's uh, I've it's I've really had my eyes opened Um, it's like a real community that I didn't even know was there yeah yeah so what was it that made you decide to to try networking as part of your business strategy i didn't i've started from scratch effectively um i mean i know lots of other hr consultancies who have had an anchor customer so somebody who's gone you know accept your own consultancy and will come with you mm-hmm. um so they've already got that you know regular sort of income coming through um i didn't have that because i had a break from work um and um i've just i'm literally starting from scratch and i thought well no better way but to get out and talk to people and let them know that I'm here. Yeah. So mm. tell me about some of the, the kinds of meetings that you've been going to. Uh, I've gone to um, very, very structured meetings and I've gone to very, very unstructured meetings. <laughs> um, evening, uh, early morning, 
Um, one of my favourite ones is a um, an evening meeting. It's a couple of hours, different locations around Lincolnshire, um, and it's, there's always you no know, canapes and uh, cocktails or mocktails. <laughs> um, no no pitches. It's very uh, very very informal. But actually, um, I went to my first one. The, literally the first week I started my business, and mm. I joined a group, and I've been going back ever since because it's um, it's really working for me. I've met some really, really good people, useful useful and nice people. Yes. So, mm. Yeah. So what have you learned about networking so far? Um, the biggest thing about networking for me is you're not there to sell. You're not absolutely... So my initial thoughts of it's for salespeople is mm. completely wrong. Um, I think the best, the best way to get the best thing out of networking... Um, is to go along with a view to finding out more about the people that you're talking with because actually it's about building relationships it's all about building relationships it's not about you know finding 10 people to sell your services to Um, it's about finding out about what the other people do and then and I've I've discovered that I'm actually quite good at putting people in touch with other people who can help them Mm. and I think that's been a bit of an eye-opener as well in in that um, I, I talk to someone you go oh you need, oh no you need to go and talk to so and so let me put you in touch with them and if I hadn't done the networking I wouldn't know those other people yes yeah and that's when it when it works at its best when when you can connect people that you've come across because they're going to be grateful to you for that and then they're going to look out for opportunities for you as well yeah hopefully that's the that's the reciprocal nature of it um, and and I mean I I guess the probably the, the challenge, if I know we haven't probably got, gone on to challenges yet, but is that I'm meeting um, lots of companies who don't have employees. Uh, so, but the, you know that that is a challenge for me. But actually, then they will know other companies that do, yeah, because they work with lots of other people themselves and lots of different sizes of businesses as well. So, yeah, um, I'm not letting that put me off, and yeah. I've just made some really really nice connections. Did you have a, a preconceived idea of the kinds of people the kinds of businesses you might meet at networking no not at all no um i've literally went in with a with very much with my eyes eyes open and just go well let's just see what happens here um i I think i'm quite fortunate because of my um my military background and having grown up you know my father was in the forces for 20 odd years so my entire life has been spent, you know, moving around mm. every sort of two to well, somewhere between two and four years. You learn to um, just get on with people. I think so. Yes. I'm not. I don't feel, um, you know, nervous going into a room of people that I don't know. I just walk up to somebody and talk to them, and um, that can be quite difficult for for a lot of people. I I do appreciate that. I'm probably not normal necessarily <laughs> in that respect. <laughs> no, I think that's a really useful skill to have. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that networking is something you're going to continue with in the long term? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm getting to a point now where I think I've tried 10 or so different types of meetings mm. um, and I'm just working out which ones which ones I like the most. It's not even about which ones are the most useful for me at this stage. It's actually about the ones I like the most, the format that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if if you find something that you like going to, then you're more likely to go to it than something where you think, oh, I've got to go to that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm completely surprised. I'm, there's been a th- 
three or four months of complete surprises for me. Um, I'm not naturally a morning person, um, but I've really quite enjoyed. Um, there's a couple of uh, there's the link Lincoln and Newark business clubs, which are very very early starts. Um, um, I'm not completely convinced I'm going to be there in the winter, but certainly <laughs> in the summer months I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, that does make such a difference when you get up and yeah. the sun's out or if you get up and you've got to defrost your car. <laughs> I know, I know. So I might be a fair weather um, joiner of those ones. Um, <laughs> I like in-person ones as well. Yes. Uh, have you been doing a mixture of online and, and in-person? Yes, yes. Um, and I, I, the online ones, there's, you know, there's one that I do um, that's every week. And that you know, we, you I often often see you at that one, um, and I like that one. It's much more of a community feel, and I think that is a really supportive group. Yes, um, I really like that one. Um, that's probably the main sort of online one that I've done that I've enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. So, who would you most like to meet through networking, or who would you most like to be introduced to? Who, who's your ideal client? Um, anybody in the who's running a technology business um i mean that's again that's quite wide that encompasses um you know quite a wide range of business types from software developers to um you know web developers to graphic designers to um you know people who are in telecoms or selling mobile phones or even you know um voice over ip sort of clients and mm -hmm. um, so it's quite a broad range and um, but that's fine because actually i've worked with all of the people in those areas um, so those are the sort of businesses that I'm be looking for, um, whether they're sort of startup taking on the first employee or whether they've got a handful of employees already. Um, that doesn't kind of preclude me from working with other sectors and other industries. Mm -hmm. It's just that that's where my um, my uh, experience lies. Yeah. So finally, then, Dawn, if people are interested in finding out more about you and your business, where's the best place for them to find you? And the best place is at the moment is to um, e email me and that would be at dawn at justgreathr.co.uk. Um, I am in the process of building my website, so uh, that should be online in the next well, couple of months. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to set myself too tight <laughs> on that. Um, or the other place I'm, I'm building up a bit of a presence is uh, on a, a Google business profile. So you mm. can Google me and um, I'm starting to share some content on there and pricing and stuff like that. Very good. Well, thank you very much, Dawn, and the best of luck with your, your business going forward and, uh, and good luck with the networking too. Yeah, thank you very much, Liz. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.